1: Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show QFTA Daily.
0: Good to be here, Tim. Thank
1: you. January 9th, 2024, from the Longo Big Studios, Longo Bigs online at longobigs.com. Uh, thank you to Mark Han of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, EvergreenSTL.com. Uh, thank you to uh, Seth Goldcamp, Designer Heating and Cooling online at Designerservice.com. Thank you to Mungan, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. That's Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Mungan, Aston Ryan, Cyborg, online at com and altontoyota.com, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, online at carltoninsurance.net. All these sponsors make this possible. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? What are you going to do?
0: Enjoy their generosity.
1: Nice. I like that. I
0: think that was the, the right way to retort there.
1: Feeling uh-huh. good. Feeling great. Oh really? Oh, what's going on with you that's got you all chipper?
0: Well, I just in general. You know. Another day, another dollar, another chance to be great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wake up wow. and a smile. I mean,
1: we've already done T M A, we've already done Balloon Party and, and you're feeling you're feeling it today.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, you know. Feels good. Feels good to be uh you know, doing here, doing what I enjoy to do, getting paid to do it. Not a bad way to go about life.
1: Wow. Did you spend some time with your friend of the feather last night? No.
0: No, just uh, uh tr- positive outlook is kind of what uh, is kind of my, my modus operandi. Look as at a you positive outlook.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Well I I like where I like where we are and uh I, I have lined up three emails in advance today nice. because now they're coming in and they're coming in fast and furious with the daily QFTAs. And so I'm just, I'm lining them up, Jack. I'm mm. lining them up. And we'll knock them down. And then we'll line them up and we'll knock them down. Here we go. Let me go. Uh, let's see. I got a retweet what Jackson has sent out on. Let's see. I'll send out a picture of Totem and Larry Nickel in a Gimp mask on yeah. the Twitter tweets. Always
0: works. <laughs> it just always works.
1: All right. Now I am in my uh, email. Uh, and by the way, and, hey, why don't you, while we're doing this, mm-hmm. Go to the TMA fan page on Facebook wow. and see the new last that I posted oh, wow. and see if you're a friend and you'd like to become her friend.
0: It's 11-11. Make a wish. Tee-hee. Uh, let's take a look. You see a picture of Iggy it. holding Legos and right. then, oh, okay. Nice little side action there and an apron. Nothing like a, nothing like a domestic pic like this one. Yeah, she's gorgeous. I
1: mean, Isn't she? Yeah. yeah. I just discovered her. Let me tell you what her name is. It's Diora Baird. Diora what? Baird? Bear, B-A-I-R-D. Baird. Okay. That's right. right. That's, uh, you know. That's oh, you're not a big fan. God, sorry. Sorry I can't rise to your standards. Fuck off.
0: <laughs> uh, no, she's she's flat-out
1: gorgeous. There's tough All tech. right, rank Ella Reese, Abigail Mack, and Diora Baird. In uh, order, please.
0: I'll go Ella Reese one. Wow, you're on the Ella Reese train now. Yeah, Diora Baird. Diora? saying that right? Deora? I think so. Yeah. Christian Dior, Dior. Oh, and you go
1: have go Mac 3. Yeah. I don't know where I'd go. Mm, wow. I really don't. I'm put to the test. Put the man to the test. Diora, I think, is on the verge of getting into the stag industry. You know, I spot these early and then I forward them to she's Caden not, and Manuel. She's
0: not, based no. on that picture? <laughs> she's not. What was that? She we'll is actually news. a
1: former... <laughs> that was nicely done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, th- that was... A, she is... She was. Have you watched any of the Cobra Kai series on Netflix with no. the wonderful Ralph Macchio and William Zepka?
0: I hear really good things
1: about it. Like, it's won awards. Yeah, I hear really so good things. So she's actually on that. She okay. was a mainstream actress in a few movies, never like a main. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit, and she needed cash, and she's gone only fanzing and she hasn't done any hardcore yet. Okay. A lot of solo work. But yes, that's exactly right. Got it. But it seems like she might be on the ver. Like once you start playing, hey, did a little.
0: Yeah, that's that's your, your yeah. the waiting
1: room. Yeah, at that point you're on the green, and now now we have her putter yeah. out. Oh, she was in Wedding
0: Crashers. Yeah, that how about that. Nice. Now she
1: wasn't she well, wasn't the yeah, main. She wasn't Rachel McAdams.
0: But, right. Um. Yeah. I mean, she's she's done plenty of work. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, a lot of TV too. Listen. You know, gotta pay the bills somehow, baby.
1: That's that's my credo.
0: I ain't never gonna hate on anyone's hustle.
1: So, uh, Diora Baird is up on the TMA fan page, and uh, I have three emails. In the holster here, let's see what I wrote. QFTA Live is about to get underway with me and Jackson Burkett. Today, a listener is unhappy with criticism of MMFs as opposed to the less popular MFF as he wants to see his partner orgasm. Another listener wants to know about off-the-record conversations and how and why they get brought up. And a final question from a gentleman resisting posting pictures to social media believing it's a brag. There you go. Mm, Those okay. are the topics. Wow. So I got them all lined up. Wow. Kind of going with a different thing. By the way... I was on the phone with James Carlton yesterday. He referenced it for those of you who listened to TMA earlier today. James Carlton has made it clear. Not only is he a big fan of QFT Day, uh, he said it's his favorite show of the ones we do, as we have yeah. expressed. Yeah. And he goes, Man, I just, he goes, every day, he goes, I find myself doing extra dishes just so I can continue to listen. Is daily too much QFTA? Let's examine it.
0: You're saying oversaturation.
1: Not oversat, but I mean, is is the significance of QFTA kind of like okay, it's two hours once a week or an hour and a half once a week, and then doing it daily? I don't know. I mean, I I just did this on a whim last Tuesday. I guess a week ago, just on a total whim. It wasn't like something I was thinking over the break. Like, oh, I want to do. Like, it's just kind of like ah, I like doing it. Yeah. It I found, as I said last week, I am. I don't know. I, it's like a it's like hitting golf balls for me. Except I can't do that. At least outside at this time of year, it's kind of meditative for me. Yeah. Because I on Balloon Party, while I talk more on Balloon Party than TMA, it's you're still in. I'm still kind of kind of coloring inside the lines. Like yeah, there's a box. Yeah. There's a boxy idea. And this is just like, yeah. this is Why this is it. If they said, hey, thirty year deal, I'd go okay. Yeah. I, did. I don't know if I'll make it, yeah. but I'll take it because yeah. I would do this. 30 years more TMA, I don't know. 30 years balloon party, I don't know. 30 years this, I could do it. But then is it is doing it daily? I don't know. Here's where I'm at. Okay, tell me. I need you because I know you're going to be honest with me. Absolutely. I'm, I'm I've myself- never felt like you've passionately gone up against me, and I wonder about that with you.
0: But if I don't feel passionately about something, I'm just gonna do it. What just about Dan Olasky? What would he do? Right, and I apologize to our our, our take Smith laureate, mm-hmm. but I will I will I'll pivot off of him and saying putting myself in the in the consumer shoes. If my favorite podcast, whatever it is, which is weekly, went to daily, I don't think I would listen to the entirety of every single episode, but week by week, I would listen to more of it. And I would not be. I would be happy. That, I see what you're saying. I follow you because I would be happy that they're doing more because I love the. Like podcast. if this is the only
1: show I did. Yeah, that would be different. Different deal. Yeah, that would be different. But see, at this point, like also since we started doing it, there really hasn't been a big local sports topic. No, no, not, you know, not, nothing of like that would like warrant like okay, you know, like one of the things I've thought about doing. Not that it's ground neither neither here nor there, but there there I have ideas for, I guess other ventures for lack of a better term, but nothing at this moment. Is you know it would hey I want to go deeper into this. We talked a little bit about it on 101 or on TMA. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so there hasn't been a story like that, right? So and sorry. hey, when you have an NHL team and a baseball team and then an XFL team and MLS team, and you don't have the NFL and NBA, you know, it isn't. Yeah, you know,
0: I mean, NFL, playing a little brother to an extent. A little bit to an extent. Yeah, and I mean no disrespect.
1: Yeah, I don't know if any balloon party listeners are. Yeah, Sniping. But as, that a they might. as a uh, consumer, consumer, I'd be happy with it. Let's see what Mr. Smith says. I'm in the YouTube chat. You can get in there, youtube.com slash TMASTL. Uh, this is the best of the platforms as far as I'm concerned. I love them all. Wow, another endorsement for yeah. QFTA. I will be sending in an erotic story with a twist, Mr. Smith says. Uh, Eric Bishop says she's even more popular in Europe. Uh, I don't know if that's in reference to Jiminy Glick or Diora Baird, who I believe is from Southern California or... South Florida, which probably isn't all that surprising.
0: Here, see here in Miami, Florida.
1: Okay, uh, Mr. Smith says if you enjoy doing it and have the time, why not? Well, I mean, like tomorrow, for example, we will not be doing this at this time tomorrow. I have a lunch with the great Jeff Lotman, mm-hmm. JeffLotman.com. Uh, tomorrow, I think I apparently had a sound a sound story on Thursday and I didn't know it, but Peter Rep emailed me during TMA. I got to get back to him. Um, and then I know we have a sales meeting on Friday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I still, I don't know if I'd be better or worse or the same when I'm doing this from my house you know my two-year-old near two-year-old he'll be two in a few weeks um, he comes down and he's either hitting golf balls or hockey pucks at all times in the basement and he watches The Outfield's Your Love about 25 times a day
0: it's a great song
1: and now he's watching Beat It as well and so, and then Dreams by Van Halen.
0: <laughs> he's got good taste.
1: So, it, it's, I had a call, when James called me yesterday,
0: uh-huh.
1: I could. he didn't say anything because he's just like a nice guy. Nice. I would have said something because I'm not. <laughs> but he could hear my younger son screaming in the background, song, song, <laughs> song I know means outfield your love. So, I'm so I said, hey, I'm sorry, man. Just give me a minute to put the outfield back on for the 40th straight time. Uh, but I don't know how that would play. I don't know if my wife would really enjoy it if I said, hey, I'm going to be downstairs talking about threesomes for the next two hours. Keep the boys away. Well, you know. But you know what? Hey, you let, thank you, Jackson. This is, Good for you. You are ready for marriage. This is how dad makes a sausage. Exactly. Uh, Hunchback of Vaughan Castle says, I'll, I'd skip Friday QFTAs. It's probably the day I podcast the least amount of content overall. Um, Callus Coitus says, "I believe daily is best since this is starting to become regular. It allows for more opportunities for more viewers. I'd wait to garner more viewers to make alterations, but that's just me." Uh, it's not, it's about downloads, the viewers thing. That's a, that's just, you know, I'm not crazy. going, oh, we got 24 people watching. We've made it. I'll get the real estate agent to start looking in Huntley. Uh, this is kind of like an added facet that yeah. the YouTube is not what it's about. It's about the downloads. Uh, time permitting family comes first. Mr. Smith, Deora Baird was a play on the drop. Thank you. Well done, Eric Bishop. And keep up the daily and you could do a weekly, monthly best of pot. So there's the, uh, feedback on, the dailies, um, either way, I thought that was something that was intriguing from James Carlton, but nothing is more intriguing than this, and this is our first email for today. You can always email, and anything is welcome. What was my last bounty for the hate email? 150 Was it that high? I think I got to $150. All right. Well. But you have to use a real email account. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're obsessed with me, which is great. You, you've made me a lot of money, and I want to watch this. Thank you for your obsession. Yeah. I'd prefer just to be a private citizen making a nice living, but this is the life I've chosen? This is the career I've chosen? Hyman Roth? This
0: is the, this is the, the life I've chosen, okay. I think. Shirtless. You have to say
1: that shirtless. You have to say shirtless. Yeah. Uh, so whatever, the obsession, it's, it, comes, it comes with the territory. But if you're obsessed but hate, that's fine. That's great. I will Venmo you $150, but have the bulls. To send an email from a non-burner, and then you'll just get 150 assuming that it can piss me off. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that, but some people are like, it's not worth you knowing because we actually interact, and now you know how much I hate you. Right, right. Or at least I'm obsessed hate with you.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you're going to do that. But it's $150. Different. Right, right. Well... I don't know if people want to sell sell that, you know. I don't know. <laughs> it kind of
1: puts a price on the anonymity.
0: Yeah, it, you know, they're, they're, we might have set the market for
1: it. Well, I tip my cap to this one because this was sent from a real email address, uh, and this may be hashtag controversial. Hi, Mr. Tim, pale-face, period. Nice. Hi, Mr. Tim, period, pale-face, period. Longtime listener, period. Frequent texter, period. Please don't use my name, period. And, of course, what will you do, Jackson. We'll respect that. I've had this thought when listening to callers to TMA talk about enjoying threesomes with two women, but never consider one with another guy. I've had threesomes. Only the MFM. Okay, fine, MMF variety so far. Whoa. Oh. Okay, hold on a second. One more time. Thank you. Run that back. I've had threesomes, period, Only the MFM, dot, 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 okay, fine, MMF variety. Okay. He changed it from MFM, which would mean no interaction between the gentleman to okay, fine, MMF variety so far. So there are two options, I think. What do we have going on here? Option one. is a breaking ball. This was set while we were balloon partying, too.
0: Option one is that what you just presented, that... It wasn't an MFM. It was an MMF where there was some interplay between the two gentlemen. Or it is a commentary on us discussing yesterday that we just call it an MMF,
1: even though that's not
0: necessarily what it actually is. And, hey,
1: you know what? If he's enjoying a gentleman in his mouth, you know what we say on this podcast, that's great to hear. I say God bless America. That's right. But I'm not sure if that's what he was saying. Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with option two. And the thing two. is, maybe he's watching—I'm <clears throat> getting emotional. In the YouTube <laughs> chat, it's so great to yeah. have a, an email about men using their hands on each other that it's 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 got me okay. watching the final five minutes yeah. of Rudy, Rudy now.
0: Maybe the rest of the He's email. probably not
1: going to pop in and say, hey, yeah. that's me, and no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's the thing. All right, so let me— No, I glanced at it. That's how I knew to tease it, but I didn't catch this. Only the MFM. Okay, fine. MMF variety so far. If a guy can brag that his woman likes watching him rail another woman, why can't a guy say he likes watching his girl get taken to pound town? What's the difference? Oh, you have to exert your dominance too manly? Please, it's ridiculous. You're probably afraid you'll like the other guy or something. Okay, hold on again. Well, I, I did, like during commercial break, I read, out. I'm like, oh, good, we got an MMF email again. The, this is becoming like the theme of the podcast.
0: The amount of periods had me a little concerned. Yeah, well,
1: that's how it's like, hi, Mr. Uh, Tim, period, uh, pale face, period. So there's a lot of those. Uh, okay, I got to go back again. What's the difference? Oh, you have to exert, exert your dominance, question mark, too manly, question mark, please, period. It's ridiculous, period. You're probably afraid you'll like the other guy or something, Period.
0: Okay, periods are meant to represent the end of a complete sentence, so let's, let's,
1: let's tighten her up. I don't, I, I, if somebody sends in what is, would fall under the umbrella of erotic story, even though we're not necessarily getting a story here, we're getting confused, I don't want to chastise the grammar. I want to make sure I'm conveying the thought properly. I enjoy when my partner orgasms. <laughs> That's the title of today's
0: podcast. 100%. 100%. That's a tweet that you send out for like days. Maybe I should send that out yeah. right now and just yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Under like your dumb <laughs> sucks tweet or something.
1: 50 I forward. enjoy when my partner orgasms. It doesn't have to be me causing it. Mission accomplished either way. Also, period. It's going to bother Jackson, but I have to.
0: Just like a comma would be used there.
1: If you haven't gotten oral from a woman who is getting it good from the other direction, you well, you're letting the finer things in life pass you by. Was that Steve Winwood, Doug can we, can, Jackson needs a backup. I got a
0: There's
1: a also. lot going on on today's QFTA banner day on January 9th, 2024.
0: Can you back just from the also period? Right. Can you start read again,
1: please? Yep. No problem. Happy to do it. Thank you. Mm. Also, period, if you haven't gotten oral from a woman who is getting it good from the other direction, okay. comma, okay, okay. well, you're letting the finer things in life pass you by, period. It doesn't make me a cuck or simp. Doesn't make me gay. Thanks for the Daily Pods, boys. No name. Okay. Although I can see the name, and I believe this person has written in, it, whether it be a TMA or uh, QFTA in the past. This is not like... Tim fucking sucks anal twenty-four, yeah, yeah. you truth know, truth hurts twenty-seven
0: thirty. Right.
1: So I don't I don't I think all right, I'm analyzing this. I wish I wish I could communicate with this person. Yeah, I think he was making light of the MFM, MMF thing from yesterday. I yeah, think. I don't right. think he was right, saying that. I occasionally you know, and Dabble. bright with a gentleman. But if he is, you know what we say? That's wonderful to hear. Yeah, it's strong. All right. Because we don't kink shame Never. or sexual orientation Never. shame or curiosity shame or whatever, whatever. Um, but he, he, taking that out of the equation, still a rare public sentiment, albeit anonymously, that he is engaging in an MMF and is fine if his significant other experiences pleasure from another source yeah now I also am fine with that I'm just on a mission to find it okay I'm fine with it and looking to find it mm-hmm. my fun is from is from the past and as I've made reference to before recently if I were to engage in a threesome now it would just be a bunch of broken people in bed yeah, yeah. at this point you at 25 People peaking, still pe- still, still right. working your way up Everest, mm-hmm. still have another couple base camps before you, you achieve the summit. Yep. At this point in my life, there's probably a number of kids and custody battles and family attorneys involved.
0: I call that baggage. That's
1: exactly what it is, actually. call yeah, that baggage. And I'd have to think back to my wonderful days, years gone by, and the pure joy I felt when I would wake up versus what I would feel now if this were to happen yeah. on top of that, it could never happen at my home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be awkward.
0: Certainly. You are, <laughs> what is it? Outfields. Your love would it's be flaring. That's <laughs> uh, hot.
1: Yeah, I just put it on a loop. <laughs> uh, so, um yeah, I don't, I, 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 I guess I agree that this, well, We we actually talked about yeah. this after we did yesterday's yeah. show. A double standard. It's 100% double standard. Yeah. Because okay. if a gentleman was to be with two women, it's like, oh, yeah. And then if a woman is to be with two guys, she is slut-shamed. Yeah. 100%. And that is wrong.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The total agreement with what this gentleman said. If that's what you're comfortable with, no one's going to, like, if you're comfortable and you communicate with your wife, that it's totally cool that you experience pleasure from another source, then it's not a cuckle, It's just... Two partners practicing quality communication. Now, if you don't communicate beforehand and do that, now now some issues could arise. So I don't think... Got to communicate. Got to. You can't have... You can't...
1: Let me tell you something. If you're having a threesome, foursome, whatever you got going on, I feel like one of the most important rules is you can't then start doing something behind your... Even a text or a DM. Mm -hmm. That vile... As weird as that may sound... The penetration is not the violation. Mm. The penetration is not the violation. Mm -hmm. But direct messaging without the other person knowing, I would consider that a violation. Yeah. As weird as that may sound to those who have not partaken.
0: Yeah, because if you break down that communication barrier where you're talking about things like this. That,
1: to me, is conveying a healthy relationship. Right. As weird as that, that's so counterintuitive, I'm sure, to a lot of people. Sure, sure. I mean, listen. I, I, and en- it's like I envy people who are religious, like who really like have thought through it and arrived. They're not necessarily like dogma religious. I envy that because they are going through life thinking something that I am not thinking. And I, God, I really wish I had that. Truly. I also, if this exists, I'm actually more bullish on there being a supreme being than this existing. And that is somebody going through their life never wanting to sleep with somebody else. Mm. I just, I just can't imagine that that re- is like a real thing. I also know nobody ever publicly stated. Well, not nobody, because I will, <laughs> <laughs> but few people will. Right, right. outside yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's all bullshit. Right. I'm like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm not buying stock in either one of them. But if I had to buy one, I'll take the religion one over the monogamy one. Let me go. Let me go there. Wow. I'm just endearing myself to the people of the Midwest.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are. You, I am really at a point where
1: I'm like, whatever. Yeah, yep, yep Y'all you. motherfuckers hate me anyway. Can't get enough though.
0: Yeah, the uh, communication barrier. Like, if you break that down enough, where you're having conversations about getting pleasure from someone else, but then you kind of sneak around the back and then do something without communication. That's, like I'd a have DM. a problem with that. That's like even greasier than just doing it outright because you've already communicated. Like, wh- why not just communicate? Hey, I agree with that. I want to send this person a DM. Okay, now we can have a conversation. Right. We've already had a conversation about possibly. You know, suspending monogamy. Why wouldn't you just have
1: a conversation I agree. about this? That's when you get into a problem, right?
0: It's like almost worse than just doing it outright without communication on anything.
1: Uh, uh, your buddy uh, Noah WK, good guy, says Burke once again bringing solid MMF takes. Yeah, someone should start kink shaming these deviants. This show is more of a same safe space or same space than R slash bang my wife's Is that a Reddit <laughs> reference? <laughs>
0: It's a nice red thread reference from my boy Noah, <laughs> and he's damn right. What is,
1: say? is there something the same space was out miss? I assume safe space. Okay. he's a he's an, he, he's a smart guy. Well, you don't know, kink shame.
0: No, never have, never will.
1: I won't. But Noah least. WK wants you to kink shame.
0: Well, he can want all. Of it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna compromise my morals. Not for him or anyone else.
1: Kwame Voyukus the Fourth is very brave. Tim, thank you for having the courage to speak up. I don't know what it was that I I said a bunch of shit right there, and I don't know what Kwame Voyukus the force. Screenshot that and make your Twitter banner. <laughs> I think I might actually. I'd have to update my Twitter picture. Somebody um, who wrote wrote for the Post Dispatch. I don't know if he wants his name out there. Neither here nor there. But he posted on the TMA fan page an article that he oh, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. from, I guess at this point, close to 20 years ago, yeah. that he did on the morning grind in a segment we did called Hoosiers and Hummers. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how the hell it happened. I don't know how that segment happened. Yeah. Um, and the picture in that in that article which was done in either 2004 or 2005, is still, I believe, my Twitter picture. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> but then at the same time, I, I realize, well, my Facebook profile picture is me and my pregnant wife with my my now near two-year-old son still yeah. sitting in her in her womb. Yeah, yeah. That story edited. Shows how much I do a lot of uh, uh, yeah. That's profile picture updating.
0: That story you referenced edited by one Ellen Foderman. That's right.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, my
0: mom edited that story. How commissioned that? it, probably, yeah.
1: Sought it out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. She knew. Uh, Vrabel with the short haircut. Mike was Vrabel? that like a Mike Vrabel take in the YouTube chat? Yeah, I guess. Okay, got let go. Oh, really? I guess that's what, that's what that means,
0: right? Oh, short haircut. Okay, I thought he actually got his haircut short.
1: He um, was already pretty. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say tight.
0: Uh, wow. Yeah. Well.
1: Uh, let's see. Uh, Carlos Spicy Wieners in the YouTube chat, and to me, he automatically gets red.
0: Yeah, Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, uh, I I see some candidates that fit your description of quote soon to be broken at the bar of your quote unrelatable club. Typically, when celebrating, oh, we're getting, we're getting a little too, <laughs> a little too deep. <laughs> getting a little too, yeah, in too deep. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta bail, uh, Carlos, on that one, but I appreciate Still it. The Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I and, and probably should win an award for the post, <laughs> but I just gotta be careful myself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so Jackson, any uh, any other conclusions? I went, mean, I feel like I need a follow up. I almost gave the person's uh, first name. Um, I need a follow up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean. I don't. I don't really think that the big takeaway from it is that he's engaging with gentlemen. It's that he's like, yeah, I like MMFs, and yeah. fuck off if you don't like them. Cool but again, us. who's kink shaming? Not yeah. not I said the fly, not yeah. Jackson. No. As a matter of fact, you are being shamed for not kink shaming by Noah WK. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's it. accusing you of being on Reddit. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, that has nothing to do with anything. But, you know, it's uh, someone asking me to kink shame just stokes the fire of me not wanting to kink shame. So, mission not accomplishment, okay?
1: <laughs> All right, I just screenshot Kwame and Boy. It's got to be your Twitter banner. <laughs> yep. yep. God, so people know, people know about your character <laughs> before they even read a single tweet. Oh, God almighty. All right, uh, let's see. All right, question two. Uh, howdy. I was wondering if you would discuss, this was sent also during balloon party. People do their best QFDA emailing while we're doing balloon party. Howdy, I was wondering if you would discuss conversations being quote-unquote off the record when conducting an interview. I understand from an interviewee why they might want to provide additional context or nuance to how they are covered, but as someone who conducts interviews, wouldn't they feel manipulated? Perhaps I'm just take, I am just taking—I answer that right away. The answer to that is no, but I'll continue to read and answer as we go. Perhaps I am just taking the negative view of something being off the record, but it definitely means the interviewee doesn't want their true feelings public. Doesn't the interviewer agree to that type of condition to build trust and credibility with a long-game approach? I've also wondered if this is similar to when there are discussions about topics on the show where things are alluded to, but then comes the, but I won't mention names— Got it, Iggy, in his mm-hmm. book, can't provide any details, etc. From my view, it's so frustrating to hear someone bring something up, but then not talk about it, and then have a lame excuse like that. Then why bring it up in the first place? I know on TMA, some of this ends up ends up for comedic effect. I know on TMA, some of this ends up for comedic effect, but it frustrates me, non i guess nonetheless but it's about nonetheless uh, this from not caller adam ps again i'm enjoying the show i understand that's that I, I can see the paragraph break the second one was more about like the tma thing and i get it um and i and if i were a listener i would i would feel the exact same way so i don't i don't say you're wrong and, and i'm on the air and i'm right and but i i agree um it, it's something that i i i may be more guilty of i don't know if I'm, i don't know whatever i'm guilty i am 100 percent guilty of my reasoning for not bringing things up in in full um, god it's it's even even with ask, answering the question, yeah. it's tough to answer the question because then it gets into what? why yeah, yeah. Why
0: and what you can't talk about.
1: I guess I would hope, even if you really dislike me, and I think that's a lot of you watching and listening to every word I say. Uh, and it's quite a phenomenon, but like I said, I'm grateful for it. I'd like to think people believe me. I hope. I almost want that more than like, which is a weird thing.
0: Belief but, that what you're saying is gentle, like, yeah, genuine. Yeah,
1: genuine and true. Yeah. yeah, Because you can't possibly like like every. It. Be weird no, if you, you like. I you wouldn't want, want somebody to like every opinion I have because then I'd be like, oh, you probably you know, it's kind of stalkery. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Although the hate comes with stalkery too. Um, it's tough because the reason for it, from for specifically for me and the things that I know. I have avoided going into publicly. Um, there is a there is a significant potential downside that I think people in the listening audience can't possibly fathom. Is as strange and bullshitish as that sounds. Uh you lived a part of it, Jackson, but you didn't live most of it. And I'm not saying, hey, you can't possibly relate. I'm saying that just from no, a I time know. standpoint. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it, and it's, and also, it also comes down to this. It's not worth it. So really the sin is even talking about it at all. Right. But as is the case, sometimes like, like, what, like Carlos Spicywinner did nothing wrong. Let me make that crystal clear here. But like, I'm not going to like mock a place that I'm kind of affiliated with. You know what I mean? Right. right. And, 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 and I, so sometimes people who like a Carlos Spicewinner, which I just said, oh, Carlos Spicewinner wrote in, I automatically read him will bring something up, like Stephen Wildwood uh, commissioned the sound story or Iggy commissioned Stephen Wildwood would <laughs> commission the sound story. Jury's still out on that <laughs> right. one. Right. Well, I think the jury's in. It's just we've kind of yeah, left it. I'd be hung. <laughs> uh, and, and then we, I, what do we make it public or something like that? But With then we some, took some out a part yeah. because, and then Steve's like, well, I think everybody kind of know. And I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. And it's tough because even now it's like cryptic talk. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. It's that simple. Um, we have moved on. All of that stuff, that particular situation is in the past. It's. It, I suppose one thing that's a source of frustration for me individually, um, I think more so than anybody else on the show, actually, uh, in a major way. But at the same time, I was privy to, you know, I don't say everything, but I was privy to a lot because I had to be is the audience on this one is off. And I know I could end it all and the audience would go, "Oh my fucking god." And I would be lifted back up to heroic status like I was pre-2016. But again, even with that carrot out there, the juice isn't even close to worth the squeeze. It's not even like a it's not something I even debate. Iggy when he talks about it, I have an idea of some of the people he's talking about. Um I still if I were Iggy, I would write a book. I really would, because I think he is such a, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking financial out of it. I don't, I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I, I have I have no idea what, like, if I were to write a book, what it would make. I have no idea. You could tell me any number, I mean, not any number, a floor number and a ceiling number, and I'd, I'd probably believe it within the realm of reason. Like, I don't think we're talking seven figures here. Let me put it that way. But I think he could make a really nice amount of money, um, and I would I would absolutely read it. Um, the thing for him is, I think, and I think he would acknowledge this. It's not fair in a way because he's not here. Um, I think a lot of his is more personal than mine is. Mine is just kind of like, this happened and here is why it happened. I I know what I'm saying, he would make things up. He just doesn't like a bunch of people. Yeah. My, my thing is like, well, this guy did this and cause some of this is like people that, you know, I don't know, it's so fucking, this is why it's tough to talk about it. So that's why it goes back to, then you just don't bring it up in the first place, which is why Not Caller Adam is 100% right with regard to the second part on TMA. And I, I can't speak for Iggy or Plowhawk or Doug or you, um, but I can speak for myself and I feel like it's a failure on my part anytime I do it. Because if I'm an audience member, I'm like, well, then fucking say it. If you're going to bring it up, then fucking say it. Right. And it's different, like, because we obviously talk about Dan Marshall. We mm-hmm. don't hold anything back there. Yeah. But that can kind of t- – then then you go, well, then why do you guys do that? But you don't do the other one. And then you got to th- – and I'm not going to answer that question right. for right. you. Right. And so all that does is lead to speculation. But, you know, and I sit here, and anytime Burt Bert Kaufman comes up, and he just passed relatively recently, and I rave about how good of a man and businessman he was. You know why does he do that? I'm not lying here. You know, so that's the thing. I leave an X equals question mark, and then it opens it up to speculation. And I am responsible for that. So that is my fault, and no one else's. Nobody else on the show does that. I do that, Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm, It's a, it's a, it's an absolute flaw. And if I were a listener, I would be irritated by it too. It's it's, that this, by the way, is totally different than the first part of the email, which is asking about off the record. which is a totally different. This is this stuff that I experienced, and to a lesser extent, Doug experienced, um, and I guess about the same amount, Iggy experienced, and Plowboy experienced. Um, none of it was off the record. It all happened. Right. I mean, in, in in many of our cases, we have saved things from it, feeling like it it may come back somehow uh, for real. Like my phone voicemail, you can't leave a voicemail, right? You can maybe leave one because I still have someone, even though I know I could. You know, export them and save them on a file. I just don't, because uh, I save. I mean, it was it was it was not a good time, but uh, you know, we got through it. It was it was easily worse than the the man and the woman thing was a, You know, I mean, the moment that came out, it's like oh my god. <laughs> when it happened, I got on the phone with Dan and I go, hey, you know, this isn't. You know, I remember Chase Kelly Chase called me to tell me about it, and I go, oh God. He thinks like he's going to get ratings on KFNS and 1380. That's that not going to happen. Right. You could put take your pick of whoever you think the greatest broadcasters are: Howard Stern, whomever, Jim Rome, whatever. You know, Rush Limbaugh it doesn't matter. Yeah. You can't get ratings on that station. That's not a shot at the people on the station. We've been on that station probably more than any other. It's the way that they're calculated, which I realize most of the audience doesn't know. But if you're going to be buying a station, you need to know that. And I said, to Chase, I go well. You need to you need to tell him that he's in, he's going to lose a lot of money on this. He goes, I don't fucking, you know, I go, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go, okay, I guess I'll talk with him. And it didn't matter because he was so convinced that the idea was going to be this. And I'm like, I don't, I couldn't really care any less because I'm going to go make probably more when I leave. <laughs> but you're about to, but I didn't really know him. And then it was so like, I don't know condescending and kind of a know-it-all thing, kind of like a social media person who, you know, but before really social media was, uh, and I was like, okay, you know, do it. Maybe you're right and I'm wrong. Fuck, I don't know. So, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Atlanta guys. So it's tough, but that that's, but I'm the one, I guess, and I guess Iggy, uh, who will occasionally bring it up, but then not necessarily finish off like the details, but there's a, there's an absolute choice for that yeah. and uh and i think that that uh, not caller adam's 100 percent right it's like well if you're not gonna tell the story then don't bring it up and i agree but sometimes what i was trying to say with the carlos spice or anything and the Stephen wilde sometimes people will bring it up and then i guess i got to be more like when i interviewed marcus allen and he would smoothly swat away questions it was so brilliant because he knew what i was doing and i knew what he was doing but the audience may not have known that he was letting me know there was no way we were going to talk about him and al davis uh, and so on and so forth. I'm like, I need to be better at deftly handling, you know, what could be spots where people could deal with unfortunate situations. And that's, that would be an example of that. So I agree with not call adamant. it is my responsibility. Uh, no one else's. And that is on me, uh, with regard to off the record interviews, um, off the record is, uh, not about being manipulated at all. Um, uh, I suppose it can be, but off the record, Oftentimes is super helpful in giving context, but you're not in a position to put your name on it. Now, on the other side of that, it can be used as a way to exercise a grudge. And that's dirty pool. It's like when somebody's, oh, uh, what's a, give me a social media f- f- fucking, whatever the term is, when somebody, you know, l- you know, criticizes. Uh, someone I can't remember. I feel like I it, once you say it, I'm going to. Uh, you know, when somebody lights up, somebody.
0: Oh, like a like a mic drop, like
1: a. Yeah, I mean, I guess that could dunking be dunking on people. Yeah, that yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you if you want to get hatred for me, not that, it's tough to fun, but you know, talk to some of my exes. Believe it or not, ex girlfriends yeah. aren't big fans of their. You know, I mean, that's just that that that's the way right. that it it winds up working out. Ex-employees, yeah. you know, man, you mad at? T- well, I mean, there's a reason okay. why we may have parted ways. Like, I don't just like it's just, spin it's, a wheel, right. you know. Right. Uh, but the employer is usually the bad guy because there's right. way more employees than there are employers. Right. When it comes to like a sports conversation, the information and context I got from Kevin Demoff, for example, put me on the right track on that thing. I don't know how many years, a number of years before they actually moved. And, and I don't know if when it's all said and done and I've done my last show, um, what it will be, I have no idea. But as far as TMA goes, if I'm asked what I'm most proud of that the show did, as far as a topic goes, it would be being on top of the Ram situation from the get-go All the way until it ended and never going, oh, they're not going to like us because we're saying this. Fuck off. If you're planning on moving and you're an NFL team and you've seen the effect it's had, I mean, we can talk about the Battlehawks and City. I'd like to think, I'd like to, but I think if we're being honest, if you were given the choice of having the Battlehawks and City or an NFL team, I think more people would say NFL team. Maybe I'm off the mark.
0: I think it'd be in the 80 percentile.
1: You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think a lot of people would say no, just because they want to act like they're not hurt. But whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm very proud of that. And that was that was Doug. That was the cat. That was me. I don't know. I know that was producer Joe for part of it. I, um, probably Sea Monster. Yeah. And getting the guests and being on it. And a lot of the audience didn't like it because it wasn't popular. Mm-hmm doesn't matter if this is what's going on we have to talk about we can talk about the Rams winning the game okay if they're moving that's a much bigger story and I feel like the show was on that and we were on it in part because I was able to have these conversations with a variety of people including Kevin Demoff throughout the course of it and uh that was all off the record so um, I think off the record has value, but it can be, it's a double-edged sword. It can be used as a way to like anonymous sources are saying that yeah. this, and then it's, then it becomes like a gossip column and it's bullshit. Right. Uh, Jackson, any thoughts on any of this? I've been talking for the last uh, 70 minutes. Uh,
0: no real thoughts on anything. I guess I'll just share a little anecdote. I watched uh, in reference to talking about stuff like from former stations with TMA and stuff like that. I watched an interview with Paul Giamatti, it was either on uh, GQ or Variety, Uh detailing a lot of his major roles in uh, films and TV. He talked about his kind of debut in Private Parts. Yeah. Where he plays absolutely. Pig Vomit. Pig Vomit, sure. And he's doing it. He's like, you know, he's like, this character is such an ass. Like, this is so dumb. Like, this is crazy. Like, no one would act like this. And then Howard, like, in the middle of a take or right after a take, was like, man, you're really nailing that guy. Like, you're doing it perfect. He goes, this is a real person? Like, he had no idea that he was portraying a real person. Is that right? I didn't know that. I had no idea. And then GMI said he had to do an interview with the real guy, the real pig vomit on, like, some little station that he had moved on to.
1: I know. That guy After went New from York. NBC in New York to, like, yeah. yeah. It GMI, was a, it was a rough exit.
0: GMI goes, like, the worst interview I've ever done. It was terrible. He said oh. it was really uncomfortable, and I hated
1: it. Oh, God.
0: But he was like, there was no way. Where can I see a...
1: this? Can I watch this? Uh, one? Yeah, I
0: think vari- it was two weeks ago. It was obviously uh, leading up to the Yeah, The holdovers, but I think it's either GQ or Variety talks about, you know, a lot of his big roles, private parts, sideways, John Adams, uh, Chuck Rhodes, and Billions, and then obviously holdovers. Really good interview. Giamatti's incredible.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Super
0: introspective guy, too.
1: Um, Droid Effects. Droid Effects. balloon party guy. Good guy. Uh, Says, I'd rather have the NFL than MLS and UFL slash XFL. Droid, as much as I like the doggies, I'm right there with you. Yeah, this isn't a shot, to be clear. I mean, I
0: you like it all, theoretically. Yeah,
1: it's just, you know, th- I mean, that, th- my point isn't what, you know, do you want the MLS or XFL, UFL? It's about that was going on. Maybe it started before 2012, but certainly January 2012 when Jeff Fisher was announced. Yeah. And that audio is still there. We played Stan Kroenke, Doug. Your reaction to Jeff Fisher being hired? Well, the Rams are going to move. That was boom right out of the gate, and from that point forward until January 2016, the show was on it with a variety of guests who were regulars on the show. Very, I mean, God, uh, God, what's she used to be a Raiders executive, Amy? I don't know. Very sharp. I think it's Amy. Um, She was on regularly. Jason LaCanfora. Yeah. Um, Sam Farmer. Sam Farmer. um, I mean, we just
0: Bradshaw, I remember had the big, like,
1: yeah, I mean that, like that, that was, off. that was, I mean, that was, I don't know that I, I don't, I mean, that certainly got people going, right. but how informed was it? Well, you know yeah. what I mean? No, I, I, <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it seems more informed because he was right. But yeah. And in, in the moment, right. How much? Information yeah. I mean was that's like the fun
1: too? guy at the table who goes, well, oh, fuck it. I got pocket sixes. I'll call, you know, I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't know if that was necessarily, uh, Mr. Smith says, damn straight. Anybody who didn't think they were going to leave were fooling themselves. And by the way, this isn't me saying And all the media in this town, you know, I'm just saying it wasn't popular. I I think for all of us on the show, I don't want to say we didn't care, but it was the same kind of thing as like now, now is certainly more, I don't, again, I don't care is different than not caring. Don't care is like, okay, say whatever the fuck you want about me. Be my guest. I'm not going to change your mind anyway, so I'm going to tell you what I really think. That's what I mean. I care about all of the shows I'm involved in, um, period. And it's probably a flaw on how much I spend on work versus personal. But that's what I mean by I don't care. We were comfortable catching shit for doing it. And we also knew that other people were saying opposite things than us. I remember having Ray Hartman on, Mm -hmm. Ray Hartman to me was the one, I mean, outside of, but our thing wasn't like they're moving, they're moving, they're moving. It wasn't that he was just like, yeah. And his thing was more of a response to Bernie Miklas, who was specifically calling him, I think chicken little. I think that was, I think that's what that was about. And then Ray. And so that was at a time, even though God, 10 years ago, you feel like it was political detente versus now in 2014 and 2015, when we would have him on, and you had people who are like, well, "Fuck him, he's liberal," but then like, "Well, fuck him, he's liberal," but I think he's right, or "Fuck him, he's liberal," but I appreciate him taking a stand, even if he knows it's not going to be popular. That was a that was a, a an intriguing part of that. I'd be curious, like, if I mean, it's always I'm going to Buck Swope by default, but like, if somebody dug that up, and I know Swope did a hell of a Swope's pickups on it, really but it. like, the, from the show standpoint like talking with the people on the show and then hearing some of the clips I mean I of course was was there with Doug and the cat and producer Joe and Sea Monster but how that you know it it was it was not like they're moving and we're dead certain we just know it's real and yeah. it needs to be talked about and I remember the late Brian Burwell and Joe Strauss doing a show live from uh, over, under, which is still open on Washington Avenue. Really? By the Dome. Yeah. Is
0: that by Sidebar? Was sidebar? Uh, it's
1: right it? about three blocks probably east.
0: Sidebar no longer
1: there, right? Sidebar no longer. That's right across the street from where I lived and okay. Grace Lofts above Flannery's.
0: Gotcha.
1: Um And so Strauss and Burwell were doing a live show for their show, Afternoon Drive. And I remember they kind of like had this, they were kind of like whispering to each other. And one of them had just gotten off the phone, I think Burwell probably. And going, you know, and I could tell, like, there was, you know, a commotion, for lack of a better term, even though it was just, the, you know, four or five of us standing around before the show started. And I go, what's going on? You go, well, we're catching a lot of crap from some places about where we are in this Rams thing, but Stan just brought bought Hollywood Park. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, proof's in the pudding. It's that. like, it, it, it kind of felt like, like yeah. in All the President's Men, yeah. you're like... It just kept, Deep throat just but it came. depended on. It's like politics now. It depends on where you're getting your news, yeah, what your totally, opinion was. Totally, you yeah. know, Yeah, totally. because some people were saying one thing, and and I don't. And by the way, let me make this clear too. Just like how we were handling it on our show, we weren't saying they were going to move because we wanted them to move. Fuck no. No. Just that's what that's what our opinion was. Yeah. Or or if, if things changed and we got different information because sometimes it changed and. You know, uh, I guess if you're doing an autopsy on something that at this point now is nearly a decade old, I mean, it's eight years ago, yeah. um, you know, whether or not St. Louis is really building a building, I mean, that was one thing I remember yeah. talking to Demov about. He's like, I go, what do you make of National rent to own or whatever the fuck it was, yeah, national, national Rent-A-Car, rent-a-car. Uh, being the, the sponsor? Uh, he goes you might as well put inside STL's response the building's never going to happen anyway. Yeah, <laughs> he goes yeah. he goes if anything pretty smart on Nationals part because they're going to get free advertising, advertising for a little bit but yep. it's the building's never going to happen. Right, right. You know, and I mean it was it was just very yeah. and I'm just like meanwhile, you know, we're going to break down like the wide receivers. I'm like how can we this we have yeah. how can you talk about this that part when this monster thing that is going to impact generations of St. Louis sports fans is taking place and I'm hosting a morning drive show. I mean, it would be, it would be irresponsible to not discuss it. So that included off the record conversations.
0: Yeah. And, and going back from a listener's perspective, because I remember listening to a lot of that, it wasn't like you guys were like playing out the case for why the Rams are going to move. You were doing an objective journalism where you're presenting what you the information you know about the Rams possibly moving, and then St. Louis's efforts to keep the Rams here? It was totally like you guys. As information came in, you would report on it, discuss it, get guests on to discuss it. It wasn't like the Rams are moving, and this is a certain because no, we team. didn't know it. even no on
1: knew. the day of the vote. Yeah, on the day of the vote, we were hopeful. Yeah, for real. Okay. Now, with that said, a week before that vote, Kevin had called me at around eleven o'clock St. Louis time or New York time. He was in New York. And and he didn't say, it is going to be the Rams and Chargers. But it was a 20-minute conversation. We didn't have kids at the time, so I'm up in the bedroom with my wife, just walking around while she's getting ready for bed. And I remember getting on the phone going, son of a bitch, it's going to be the Rams and Chargers. And and it wasn't like he said that. I could just see how it was aligning. They didn't want Mark Davis there. They didn't want to leave Spanos behind. And Crockey had the money to build it on his own privately it was easy to go, okay, they haven't read the verdict, but I've seen the evidence. I, you know, and this isn't like a, it, it, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I said, it, but I mean, I paid my own money to go to Oakland, San Diego, Inglewood, Carson, um, God, I'm saying Las Vegas, but I, there was no Las Vegas at the time. And all those team, you know, the town halls, which were all bullshit right. but they had to do them to part of the nfl bylaws it wasn't real and the thing like that was most i mean if i want to circle something that was like it had smoking gun more than anything and this isn't the byproduct of an off the record this is just being i guess on top of it i but if you do we're doing this this doesn't mean like oh i'm so smart it was just i'm following this and that is after Mayor James Butts, James T. Butts of Inglewood, who I believe is still the mayor, uh, won re-election. And I don't know what year it was. I think it was probably 14. That was that would line up the most because I could recall being at 920. Mm. And we were there in 13, 14, in 15. Um, and so in November of those years. And I remember, and, I, and this is a listener. Listener deserves the credit. For because why the fuck would I be reading the Inglewood Times? Mm-hmm. But there is a paper for Inglewood, which is you know a small city in the monster that is the L.A. Empire, and uh, and of course where they wound up building the stadium. And Mayor Butts gets reelected, and he gets he's on a high from getting reelected. Plus he's you know the mayor of Inglewood, and he's you know and he gets up on stage and he's bragging. And plus tomorrow I have a meeting with the NFL. And somebody sends this to me, I read it on the show, and so help me, blood oath, whatever, within an hour, the article's still there, but that quote was removed. And I'm like, if you don't see what's going on, and I know where it's coming from, there was a phone call placed from Earth City to the Inglewood Times, or to Mayor Butts' office, and they said, take this motherfucking... So the fact that they took it out made it more deviant than what it may have been. Yeah, right. He could have said, well, I'm meeting with him. You know, I mean, Stan bought the, you know, it doesn't mean anything. He's yeah. exploring his options. Right. But then when they took it away. It draws attention. To yes. Yeah. And then, so I go out there in, what was it, October of 2015, and I, and I interview the mayor of San Diego. He's no longer the mayor of San Diego. Um, Kevin, I can't recall what his name is. Uh, met with the mayor of Carson. Wow. What a (laughs) situation that one was. And then I'm supposed to meet with mayor butts. Who's giving me a tour of where SoFi stadium is now built. Yeah. And mayor butts, uh, set up through his office the night before, uh, or with 48 hours before I'm already in California. I think I'm up in Oakland at this time, uh, for their town hall. I think, um, I don't know either may San Diego, uh, I don't know. Either way, I'm in California, and his Elmer Butts is not available. He's on like this, essentially like the MetroLink of L.A. board, um, and I go, okay. Well, how about tomorrow? I'm going to be in Los Angeles for another day, and she gets back to me and says, oh, he won't be available tomorrow either. And I'm like, okay, now I know exactly what what hand you're on. Yep. Actually, I'm going to be here, as it turns out, family out here. With. Uh family out here, I'm going to be here for the next week, and I can meet at any time, at any hour. You just tell me when, no further communication. It was, you know, and this stuff's easy. And so once you do that, and that was, the, I think, the mistake during that time that I made was I gave them credit for being, like, playing, like, hey, you know, Kevin's an Ivy League guy. Kroenke, I don't know, but either way, he's got advisors who are all Ivy League guys, and these guys are playing at a level that we simple folk in the Midwest can't possibly relate to. And it wasn't that. It essentially was what we thought it was, and it wasn't brilliant. It was just forced through. It was just like, fuck you. We're going to do this. We're going to be brave. And then then the morning after the vote, they're on Sam Farmer, L.A. Times, is on a plane with Kroenke and Demoff, essentially telling them how they committed the crime. Yeah which was, of course, used against them and played a role in the hashtag slaying of the dragon. And so I gave them credit mistakenly for, like, operating at this, like, we can't possibly comprehend right. what's going on, when in reality it's just like, no, fuck you, we're doing it. What are you going to do? Right.
0: That's the, that was.
1: That's well, that's actually how the murders were committed, if you right. want to call them that. Right,
0: right. Ugh, what a time.
1: No. Uh a lot of activity going on here today in the uh, YouTube chat. Um, I missed the start of today's QFTA, but how did this transition from MFMs to Ramsley? <laughs> Welcome to QFTA. Yeah. You never know. Uh, the answer to that is we had an email asking about off the record and how uh, this person didn't like off the record. And I'm telling you, listen, my my official position on off the record is it it it's used for good and it's used for bad. Oftentimes you'll see Derek Gould, Gabe Yarman, whomever get, catching hell for a national reporter breaking a story before them. Off the record leaks of coaching hires, coaching fires, free agent signings are currency. Yeah you write something good for me or you do me a favor, I'll make sure that you, I can, I actually can see it going on right now locally. I can, I won't, (laughs) but I mean, I I recognize it. And I think it's not, by the way, this isn't like, this isn't like an off the record. I know something you don't know. I don't know it, but I'm very confident when it comes to this team, this person's going to have it. And when it comes to this team, this person's going to have it. Very, if you, but again, this is what I do for a living. Right. It's not necessarily a skill that is that great to have, kind of like recognizing Deora Baird as a future star if she chooses to be Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, that that's the currency. But Pete Thamel's the biggest reporter right now in college football, I think. Uh, you have Woj in the NBA competing with Shams. Mm-hmm. And then you have what Rosenthal and Heyman and. Morosi. But then Morosi got burned. Passing. Passing, definitely. Yeah. And so it's currency, yeah. and she that's the game. The yeah. So that stuff, that to me can be used to manipulate. Okay, you don't write this. Then I'm going to pass it off to whoever your competitor right. in the game. That's the thing about and it's, it's, it's nasty. It, it is. You can get nasty. It is. It's transactional. It's and, transactional. That's and, a perfect and, way to describe it. it. Can get very off the record, like for example, the interview I really want to do right now is Bill DeWitt III. mm mm-hmm. But if he said, "Hey, I can't do it right now," and and I'd go, "Okay, cool. Do you mind if we talk? Because I want to get an idea." And, and if you can't say things, you can't say things. I just want to have an idea of like, what are you guys thinking on this television thing? Mm-hmm. Not because I'm like, I want to be able to say, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I just I want to know. Right. So when I give my information slash opinions, I know that I'm getting it right. right. Uh, that's the reasoning. Because again, the the priority has to to me. Is always being honest with your audience. I don't know what. I don't. I, I almost don't even know what else matters. I mean, to your to your. If you have a boss, you have to be making the money, right? So that's where you can get into where you become a, right. a, a, more, more, a, a theater guy, right. you know, and you're WWEing, and it's just like I got to give a take. I don't really believe in it, so I'm gonna say a bunch of shit that I don't mean, but then it's going to get attention. Right. What did you call it today on... Uh, engagement farming. Engagement farming.
0: If you want to do some engagement farming, you tweet out, would you rather have the MLS and UFL or, or the NFL back? That's how you engagement farm. You and,
1: so, st- and so then what happened? Like, and then Tommy walks in with a $10,000 check and says, nice job? Is that the no, way that works?
0: No, no. I guess it'll just stroke your ego that people are, you know, your Twitter account's got a bunch of views and engagement clicks, but... You know, some people like currency, some people like uh, ego strokes, different strokes, different folks
1: I'd like to do a deep dive on that, because <laughs> I don't understand that for the life of me.
0: Well, we talked about before with uh, we talked about rigs that relevancy is currency, and if you're
1: but at Barstool, they're actually doing something with it, so it's part of a machine where it generates yeah yeah money, and I guess then if you're like one of the like, people who want to become part of that, right. then then you start doing it. Too. Yeah,
0: right. Everyone's got to start somewhere.
1: At the local level, when you're not affiliated with anybody, but you're like doing that, what's the game? I'm asking. This isn't like mocking it.
0: Uh, I don't
1: Because, cause, hey, man, at 47 and with a wife and two kids, it's just not—I I don't look at a lot of the stuff. I don't care about it, right. but I know that it's there, and I know you don't do it, but you are more— active with it. So I'm trying to understand like what the angle is. Like for real, what is the angle?
0: I guess they're like, you could work out a way, like if you're part of the Twitter program where you can get paid from it, engagement can get you paid. Do you have any idea what kind of I don't, know. You're I don't know about the numbers. I know that you can get paid for Twitter. So there is always the out on that side of it. But also I guess you could say the more people coming to your profile, the more views you get, the more followers you get based on it can help you out in the long run. That's always the excuse they use. I think in reality it's 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 pretty like look at me, but Yeah. But that's but but there's always gonna be an out. Like you can always explain your way out of it.
1: Like I don't think and this is absolutely stereotyping. I get like I feel like everybody Will Leach wrote a column about this a couple of years ago. There comes a time in your life where you no longer want to be the cool guy on the internet. Mm-hmm. You just kind of age out of it. Right. But there were times for... I mean, I'm not saying I was this, uh, but, like, I would never write some of the shit that occasionally comes up in my Facebook memories. I'll see it, and I'll go, oh, my fucking God. Yeah, the Facebook got rid of that. What the fuck yeah. was that, you know? And I like, who was that asshole, right. you know? Right. I mean, what in the fuck? So now, if you're if you're now, like, let's say you're my age or older... And you're not necessarily like, hey, I'm at the titty bar, you know, <laughs> and it's 6 a.m. Right. Some of my stuff. Uh, but, like, you're, like, going after people. I mean, things haven't worked out.
0: You probably won't be so public with unless it
1: Unless you are somehow monetizing it. Right. I just, I don't, I don't see a, I don't see a, like, no, he's making, you know, Half a million a year, and has a wife and three children, and you know, right? And they spend their you know winters in Arizona and summers in Idaho. Sure. But he's really angry on Facebook.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you know they say uh, sometimes money can't buy happiness. Uh, there's some other things wrong in your life.
1: But I'm, I'm, am do you agree with you? See what I'm saying? I'm like there, there's a there's a psychology right. that is circumstantial, environmental that leads to being a fuck on social media. Yeah,
0: one way or another, it, it might not. In your 20s, be.
1: I don't think that's necessarily the case. I don't think you have that awareness. Like I look back on and some of the shits in my 30s. And I go, oh, God. Like, it's just like, yeah. oh, fuck that guy. Like, when I hear morning grind clips and I'm just like, oh, God, Martin the Catcher is like fucking had me fired. You know, right. fuck that guy. And it's right. me. And I'm still saying, fuck that guy.
0: Well, the thing, like, with when you talk 20s is, that's like my age range, is we've grown up with all of this stuff. Yeah, we've grown yeah, up yeah, with yeah. social media, so it's a little different. Like, but it's
1: still rarely, if I get an um, no, right. you know, that that's somebody who's in their 20s. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. There's a rogue. There's rogues out there for sure. Dog avatars. Yeah. yeah. Scripture passages. But like the thing on the Will Leach thing is like we're still kind of in the infancy of the internet age. Like things are only going to get deeper and deeper as we go about. So like I don't. But know. there's a
1: difference with like giving opinions and then trying to be like snarky guy. Yeah. You know oh, you're yeah. better than. Right. You know, but that's why. People don't use their real names. Right. But snark gets engagement.
0: That's the thing, too. But
1: then if you're not using your real name, how does engagement lead to any return? It doesn't. Then, okay. Then but, what the fuck are we doing? For yeah, real? Well,
0: because you can do it. You can, like, uh, you can, it's an But out- then you're
1: filling a void yeah. of failure. Or
0: an outlet for your, you know, compressed rage or... Right. Yeah. So
1: this is a fucking septic tank. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to disagree right. with, with that.
1: Right. Yeah. No, oh, I'm angrier than recorded. <laughs> uh, Mr. Smith just said, my man, with a laughing emoji. Uh, Dave Matthews said, I still have open wounds over this. Uh, hold on a second. I guess that's – I see a bunch of percentages. There must have been a question. Percentage, St. Louis has an NFL team in the next 25 years.
0: Is zero an option?
1: I mean, yeah, I see these like 2%, 0.5%. Yeah, it's probably like I 0.5. will go 10%. Uh, Mr. Smith said, I like your positivity, Dave. Droid effects, 0.001%. I don't know. Here, I'll I'll lay out a scenario for you that I'm not by any means saying. Here's a likely because of... It's something we talked a little bit about with James Carlton. I rarely do this, Um, you know, and this is... I I want to make it clear. This is like, well, of course, I was reading the Wall Street Journal... I read, you know, your links are usually New York Post, the athletic front office, sports, awful announcing. Um, but I was reading in the front page of the Wall Street Journal yesterday was how some states and insurance companies are just not doing business there anymore. Can't do it. Can't afford to. And so I sent the link. And it was on the front page. So it's not like I was reading deep into my portfolio and analyzing my move for the day before I came in here and told dick jokes. Uh, and I sent it to James Carlton. And I said, what do you think of this? Not because I'm like... Hey, this is your industry. What do you think? You know, I'm like, I wanted to know if he thought it was an accurate representation of the state of insurance, albeit it was talking more about Florida and California. And then he goes, Hey, let me give you a call here in a couple hours. I want to talk. I'm like, Oh, God bless America. And then we had a good conversation about it. That was done because I wanted to have a better understanding. Not because he's a sponsor of my insurance agent. I just wanted to have a better understanding. And to me, but, you know, I, Wall Street Journal isn't like above and beyond going clickbaitish themselves. Sure. I, all of these are because Current they're media. all expe- – that's the deal. They're yeah. all experiencing a decrease in revenues. And so it becomes a let me grab your attention so you click game, which is gross. Yeah. So I can sit here and mock like the whomever, whatever age trying to get engaged. Well, the corporations that own these publications are the ones that are more responsible for the poison than anybody. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, now we're getting somewhere, baby. Oh, look at... Oh, all
1: right. Yeah. I, got, I just got you. I didn't... I wasn't intending to get you. I mean, I
0: don't mean to... I'm not going to, like, try to go, like, you know, Johnny Left Coast here on everybody, but, like...
1: What's Johnny Left Coast mean? Well, Does that I mean, mean you're mean, going left?
0: Well, I mean, like, if people want to be like, well, the government's corrupt, this, that, the third is corrupt, who corrupts them? The corporations. <laughs>
1: That's so, I mean, the Yeah, but I, but I. But I honestly, like, I'm not doing the, like, cowardly with both sides. Right. You know, but I mean... I see I see the game. Oh, yeah. And I don't know who started it. It doesn't really fucking matter. Personally, I think Fox News and Clinton and the blowjob was probably the beginning of it. I'm sure people who are conservative would say it was Fox News was a response to feeling like CNN was liberal. I have no idea. That's my opinion. You may disagree. That's completely fine. It's wonderful. Then I, I've oftentimes made this observation, and it's when I kind of go, okay, what's going on here? CNN would write about Sarah Palin for a year or two after the 2008 election. I'm going, what in the fuck? Who I, You know, I bet... I bet name... <laughs> name Hillary Clinton's running mate from 2016.
0: Hillary Clinton's running mate from 2016.
1: Yeah, I'm making sure I'm right, by the way. Oh, uh, boy.
0: 2016. It wasn't <laughs> wasn't Biden, was it?
1: No. That's... But if I said who is... I mean, I've obviously ruined it because I've already brought up Sarah Palin... You, you remember that with a losing party, you right, know, running right. mate. Do you remember who Mitt Romney's was? Paul Ryan. Nicely done. 2016 Tim Kaine.
0: Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Who was 2016? Who was Hillary Clinton's running mate? Tim Kaine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were saying uh, why would Mitt Romney be running 2016? No, you already said Paul okay. uh,
1: Paul Ryan. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. two, 2012. I'm right. uh, sorry. Bad why bad. do I bring this up? You know, how do we go from MFMs to this? Right. I bring it up because they saw, in 2008 and nine and ten, that you put a Sarah Palin headline out there, and it's going to get engagement.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Fox News, targeting plenty of the racism undercurrent of the Barack Obama presidency, goes, "Oh, gee, we can do this. Fuck, this is this is Obama all the time." Right. Then CNN gets Donald Trump in 2016. Holy shit. Now we'll right. be Donald Trump all the time. Right. So this isn't both sides do it so I can, you know, pierce my clit ring through you. This right. is giving you an honest observation that I see that this is just the way that the game is played. And it is so manipulative. Right. right. So it is truly take your pick of whatever prism. That's going to manipulate. And then it's just going to go into the bubble of feeding. And so then when you talk with somebody who may have a different perspective, we're not necessarily debating opinion. We're debating what is true and what is false. And like I said, I think it started in the 1990s, but there might be people who are older than me go, my God, it started in the, you know, whatever. And I don't know. And that might be why I get so engaged now in this JFK thing, because I'm going, holy shit, it's so eye-opening as to that went on then. And then you see the levels that things may have gone to, and I go, holy shit. Now that doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm now, you know, dropping by Pat McAfee's show and espousing opinions. I'm just saying it's been eye-opening. But I've been observing this before I've had this platform, that in particular the Palin one, who, for the record, I to me is the the godfather of you know, mainstreaming, you know, ignorance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I'm sure John McCain hates that, that, that he welcomed that into the arena. Um, and if he could have a putt back, that would be the one he'd want back. But that's what I think. And then, and then it became a business model. Right. And not only a business model, but a, a, a whole platform.
0: Right, right. And then I think, you know, while CNN and Fox News are the lightning rods, the public-facing things that draw the ire, You got to look where who's pulling the strings, and that's News Corp. owns Fox, and I don't know the parent company for CNN, but it all comes from the top. You know, like CNN and Fox take the the hits for it, and they get their CNN's the fake news, Uh, Fox fake news. But this is all direct. Like, I bet if you ask the news directors at all these places, are like, "You really like liking doing all this stuff?" They'd probably be like, "Well, you know, this is just direct uh, from the top, man. This is what I do." I don't know. I
1: don't. And and that's the thing. I don't don't know. know, I don't know how. I don't know how we unlearn. I, I don't know how it, I don't I I'm open to it. I always i used to theorize back when I was probably talking with Gangster Pete or maybe even Sea Seamonster. goes uh, something is going to cause it to bottom out. And then because of this travesty, it will bring people together. And now I'm, I'm honestly not sure that that is the case. Hence, my winter is coming. Yeah. I mean, we are usually at this time. 2020. Because at this time, twenty twenty, the focal point was Kobe Bryant having passed. It mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. Uh, yeah. it wasn't what was about to happen in two months, or even you know that summer, mm-hmm. uh, or the election. It was that was where people were. But it was certainly more. I mean, Iowa is coming up, and New Hampshire is coming up, and it's just like, well, there's nothing really to discuss. It's Trump and Biden, and yet you have. What, what could very well be, I mean, holy shit, on the horizon. I don't know if people don't talk about it because they're not aware of it, I don't know if people don't talk about it because they don't want to talk about it, because it's like talking about death, or I don't know if people don't talk about it because they just don't or they're so trained now not to talk about it. Yeah. But I'm like, holy shit, this this isn't far off. No. This is this is coming this year.
0: Yeah, I think people just have such a nasty taste in their mouth from the last go around. That they're like, fuck, it's already, like, coming back. It's like, well, we'll talk about it when we have to talk about yeah. that kind of situation. Yeah. Less so about, like, the unawareness. I think people are painfully aware. I just don't think they're in a, in a headspace right now to—
1: They're just hopeful that somehow, yeah, you know, two different guys emerge or ladies emerge. And, yeah.
0: Well, don't put, don't put your chips in that basket. I <laughs> will tell you that much.
1: Uh, all right, I said I'd get two, three. Let me get to the final one here, Jackson. Uh, hello. In December of 2022, I wrote out goals for 2023 for the first time in years. You ever do that? You probably never no. do that. That's something I think you would do when you're a little older. Uh, last week, I took stock of which ones I met and didn't and felt pulled to post about it on social media. I resisted the urge, but I felt odd that I was feeling a pull to post a hey, look at me kind of post. Have you or Jackson recently felt any quote-unquote polls to post on social media? If not, is there a memory you have of the last time you felt you quote had or should post something on social media? P.S. I have yet to watch Social Dilemma on Netflix, but I assume this sort of thing is part of that documentary slash movie. Thanks. That's from R in the Lou. Jackson, I'll uh, yield the floor to you.
0: So when he says, like, just post anything on social media, I, I heard poll
1: in there. A poll, as in not like a Gallup poll, but a poll, like you feel oh, like you okay. pulled to do it.
0: Got it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the last time I posted on Instagram, I had an, I had an ace. I, I had a hole in one. And yeah, that was nothing but a brag. I was bragging on social media. I am aware of what I was doing. but It's I, interesting to
1: the- me that for whatever reason, I'm more comfortable with that one than like the travel brags and the travel brag and i don't know why i don't it's kind of like let's d- delve into why the mmf is is shamed if it's you're the f but mm-hmm. the mff is celebrated if you're the m because you're right it is a brag mm-hmm. but the travel brag and it's not even necessarily the original post it's the oh i love it there oh while you're there you've got to kind of like letting you know even though nobody asked that you've been there too right and i and and, and so i mean i don't you know, post as it is anyway now, but if I were to, and I were to post something from take your pick of whatever, and somebody dropped by with that, and I barely know them, but they're, you know, I just run around, fuck off. <laughs> Thank you for the suggestion. Fuck off.
0: Right, right, right. Because it's done. Because
1: in- I know what it is. Yeah, under the gun. And I'm just like, yeah, just them. fuck off. Right. You can DM me. Right. Fuck off. You gotta let everybody know you've been there too. Fuck off. Right. I just don't need it. I don't, because I am like oh. It's the Chaz palimentary that I use almost every podcast. Now I know that you're not somebody I would really want to. So I see those, and I don't know why that that bothers me. But like you with a hole in one, doesn't bother me. I don't know because that's like a one's
0: an kinda, accomplishment. Uh, one is like a you took a vacation or had dinner, like so the rest of the world.
1: But again, like an accomplishment. I don't know. Is, I don't know. He's, he's I don't know. I, really know. I mean, forward. he's really psycho. I mean, for me. I got some weird stuff with my family, my kids, and it was like, this, what am I doing anyway? She like, squeeze. why am I, a, yeah, no brainer. And my wife barely does now, too. And she's kind of like, this sucks, because I, 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 you know, I mean, she's, a, you know, doesn't do this shit for a living, uh, but she, goes, she "She was using it as an archive for mm-hmm. our family, which mm-hmm. I'm sure plenty of people do yeah. and aren't, like, looking to, you know, quote, unquote, brag. So then what people can do is just like create like a private profile right, if right. you really wanted to do that. But he's kind of said R in the loo is psychoanalyzing the brag element of social media. Uh, have you or Jackson felt any recent polls to post on social media? Uh, I hit retweet when Jackson tweets stuff out. I'll use the gif of the LSU mom with the get the gat. I, otherwise, it's it's a place like that's inviting like people who... They know my name, they know who I am, but yet they're gonna be able to hide behind fake names to like snipe at me and I would never hang out with these people, nor do I value what they have to say anyway. so why would I invite that into my life it's very it's very it's very a yeah, plus cut, b cut equals c right. move and it's not like but but I'm in a different spot and then when you then you bring in like posting family pictures um in a way, it's unfortunate because you're kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, Because for, for the most right. part, it's just like, oh, I inter- I haven't seen this person in a while. And they're private citizens. You right. know, they don't do this dumb shit. <laughs> um, so I don't... And most people are like, oh, my, you know, I didn't even know you had two kids now. I mean, right. cause they, if they look at my profile picture, it's a pregnant wife <laughs> <laughs> from, like, December of 21, I guess. Um, but I... I don't I don't feel any I don't feel any pull I've talked to you before I think it said that I had somebody who's an executive saying that I'm making a mistake by disengage or I've made a mistake by disengaging from social media I don't know I don't know yeah. I, 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 I I guess I just would want to do it differently than like like I call it like bait mm-hmm. you know like yeah okay if you're gonna say something right occasionally be critical right. you know don't just jerk people off but Hey, if that's the way you want to go about it, it's your account. Do what you want to do. I just think it kind of becomes like Fox News, MSNBC. You're giving people all this, oh, it's so great that we have the XFL. I'm like, I mean, I guess, but we have the XFL because we lost the NFL, and that's not a great thing. Right. And so some people just don't want to hear what I consider to be honest. They consider to be negative. Or sometimes I consider to be honest, and they consider to be overly positive. Sure um like i mean in in mid late september we did a podcast the two of us why not missouri mm-hmm. they were a 3 and O team yep. getting ready to play memphis yep. if i'm not mistaken
0: yep you know why not
1: <laughs> yeah and why not and they finished number 8 in the country yep. i'm going i'm kind of looking at this i think they might be really good oh fucking hope. you know and it's fine i like i said it, it gets to, you get to a point where just like okay that's that's the cost of doing what we do but I don't feel the need to, like, write that out on Twitter or Facebook or I just, because it's just, it, it becomes like a place for people to, like, I'll show him, and then, you know, oh, man, you see what, you got lit up in the comments. I'm like, ah, yeah, I don't want to tell you. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't care, but if you don't sit in this chair, you wouldn't think that you don't care. I think I said that right. Like, you wouldn't believe that, I don't care. Right, I see what you're saying. Because you're not used to having that. And by the way, I'm jealous of those who don't deal with it. I say to my friends who have money, but nobody really knows who they are. I go, my God, what I wouldn't do, what I wouldn't do, you know. But at the same time, I know there's some people just want to be famous, you know. And that's, oh yeah, that's there's good. that. There's the factor. Oh that my happens. God, give me privacy and wealth and preferably warm weather and then that's it that's it but yeah i have no interest in like arguing with now if somebody really like when i know it's like a good faith give me a good faith I, I think i said this before we started i think that if i could have like a social media oh, yeah, place yeah. where i could talk with people yeah. and it wasn't like it was like a good faith back and forth oh give me that all right.
0: day with public names yeah that's a key oh
1: yeah. give me that all day
0: Right. I think on Twitter specifically, because I'll get into Instagram and Facebook in just a moment here, but on Twitter specifically for us, more so you, but us, anyone, us who work, in, especially in radio, like why do something on Twitter where you're limited to 280 characters without vocal context, without the ability yeah. to kind of rehash or rediscuss things or have an honest conversation with people that you like, aka your co-hosts, when you have that platform? You know, like if you have a take that you actually are passionate about, Why would you say it on Twitter where you're inviting in anonymous burners and people not having good faith conversations when you can have as many characters as you want with vocal context on the radio? So for that, it's understandable because you have an outlet for such opinions. Facebook and Instagram, it's tough to say that anything posted is not a brag, but it's okay sometimes to brag. Sometimes there's things worth bragging for. And if you want to post on Instagram and Facebook, that's cool. As someone who consumes Instagram, TikTok, Facebook to a very minor extent... It's a
1: really you don't. Do, I consume TikTok a hell of a lot. Oh, me too. I'm
0: saying okay. Facebook. Facebook, I got don't consume it.
1: that got it, got Facebook, it, got
0: I consume that much. It's the baby in the bathwater thing. I love a lot of stuff on Instagram and TikTok. So you, if you love most of it, you're going to have to put up with the, you know, fitness pictures of their Apple Watch or yeah, my but office I just have for So the many day. people on mute. I just like okay, oh, that's that. Yeah, so, I mean, certainly with Instagram more so right, because you those worked are, out. Yeah, you
1: the only one I put up with is, Ellery's. Ellery's baby.
0: And Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, it's a baby in the bathwater thing. Like, yeah, there's a lot of bullshit on Instagram and TikTok. There's also a lot of great shit on there that is all also under the guise of bragging. Like, but, you know, sometimes things yeah, are going on spreading. TikTok.
1: My algorithm is
0: curated perfectly. Yeah. yeah me too. But I
1: do still get occasionally the guy who works out a lot, who's got it all figured out and yells at me. The key is about not swipe not being as fast a you swipe as fast as you can. I, as I, I, as you so can. help me. That's like when I see like a mom and a daughter start dancing, I go, fuck.
0: Right. So because you can't let the algorithm <laughs> right. think that you like that. Right. Or
1: and That's exactly what right. becomes God you a if, quest.
0: If, yeah. God help you if you search for it. That's all you'll get.
1: Mom and daughter doing a dance.
0: If you like look up, if you like tap on one of their profiles and look at a couple of their videos, your feed is now going to be full oh. of landmines left and
1: right. Uh, Don Peepee wants to know, what's the email address to mail-in questions? Great question, Don Peepy. Uh, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Brian Henshin, Colts beat writer, mm. uh, writes, nothing wrong, this is in reference to R in the Lou. nothing wrong with being proud about something like year-end or major milestones, accomplishments, and letting folks know about it. I think there's a difference between that and the travel brags. That's from Brian Henson. Yeah, there is
0: like being, like, if you're aware that what you're doing is a brag, then, you know, at least there is that awareness. If you're doing it under, it's like, it's like the idea of like, well, I'm better than you or something like that. Or like, I'm in the Bahamas in February while you're stuck at the office, loser. Right. That's like, so, like, so when
1: we were down in Jupiter for six months, I was peak happiness. Right. I mean, as I've said before, the picture of me and my son going fishing is still on my nightstand and I don't know when it'll leave uh, because it's like, that's, that's his hat. My wife saw us walking across the golf course to, to go fish and I'm just like, oh my God. And I, and I didn't know we were going to be there for another six months at that time, but holy shit, that's it. That's my peak happiness and that's why it's there. It's also serving as a is a motivator Um, and I would just you know we'd be out on the golf course and he was three I guess at the time Uh, we didn't have another child at the time just happy and so I would just like something like and we ran into fucking huge alligators and people would be enamored by that but then as time wore on I became aware that some viewed it as like a brag Mm -hmm. of oh you're on a golf course oh you're in you know South Florida not a panhandle or you know whatever other you know orlando ish you know like you're in, you know and and I'm like God I know that if any if anything, I am because we had the whole relatable issue mm-hmm. with a passive aggressive sponsor uh that I spent time in Jupiter in twenty eighteen that became a thing I had to have a meeting about
0: I'm not even aware of the situation, oh really yeah no. That sounds fucking typical, but. <laughs> Sounds like just throw another log on the fire. Yep. Doesn't surprise me by any means. Yep. yep. I, bet I, I won't say, obviously, here, because we're live, but I bet I could g- take a guess.
1: Who said it? Yeah. That'd be impressive if you could go no. ahead and text it to me.
0: All right.
1: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we're playing little guessing games amongst each other. Now we're going to start flirting. Pass me a note, and I'll text you. My guess. I two like guesses. it. I, I would be really surprised if you get this. Maybe. Because you know other history. But either way, I... Uh, uh, and if I do an impression, then it'll give some things away. But either way I was told, you know, by going to spring training and spending time that I was being unrelatable. And I'm like, God, I just want to go so down live. there. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what to say. And you know, when I was negotiating my deal, I knew that we liked going down there and I wanted to have that flexibility. I, I don't, I should I, what, you know, should I apologize? But that is why and I don't know, I really want to talk to this person. There's a person, and you know, I'm giving it away now, who did not spend the winters in St. Louis, but we were not, you know, it, it was that was not said. This person was astute enough to realize that it would have some form, not from everybody. Most people, you know, have their own lives <laughs> that they give a shit about. but. Right. Would potentially alienate a part of his audience, kind of like when people say, "Don't talk politics, don't talk religion." There's no upside, um, and so yeah, that was the thing. So in 2021, I'm like, yeah, th- 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 these aren't like, hey, here's me and my wife on the water. You know, take a look at the. It was right. never that. It was like just dumb shit out on the golf course with you know right. being happy with my son. Right. But that was that was something that I, I'm like, oh, that that apparently is not. And again, you're talking about, like, one out of a thousand people who see it. But then once you have that, then it becomes, why am I even, why am I, then you take a step back and go, why am I, these are my children, or that this is my child at the time. Why in the fuck am I even, you know? And that's why when I talk to Riz, uh, and I, th- I think he calls them the boy and the girl, mm. and they're both older. I mean, not, like, super old, but they're older. And I'm like, yeah, I should have done that from the outset. But that that was, and he did. To his credit, I mean, that's sharp. That's a sharp play. It's like somebody betting an under. I go, ooh, yeah. probably not something that was easy to do, but you won. Nicely done. That was astute. So I think about that. So for you, because you are going to be a father within three years, that's where the bet is, just a little heads up. Yeah. So that, that's, that, for me, is the main reason why I'm not. I'm on Instagram all the time, hoping that Ella Reese will stop showing me your fucking Apple Watch. Right,
0: and get, and get in the studio. Thank you. Get some work in. It's time. Yeah, it's cool. I
1: mean, we all have enjoyed the holidays, but Ella, let's go. Yeah. What are it's, we doing here? There's
0: time. Money to be made.
1: Thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not posting. I, as a matter of fact, now that I think about it, I don't know if my younger son has been on social media.
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe
1: that? when he was born. Hmm. Gotcha. But yeah, now that I think about it, I think that might be the case. Because oh. hell, like I said, my Facebook profile is my wife eight months pregnant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you're going on two years. <laughs>
1: I think I still occasionally will post stuff, yeah. but not that stuff, not the family right. stuff. Right, right. I Respectful.
0: Know. That's, 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 that's why. No, you wanna... you,
1: you tip of the cap. You were right. It. Nailed it. God. Yeah, and your guesses were both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. Thank tip you. of the cap. Thank you. Uh, please get Dem off for a podcast someday so we can finally prove he was behind Ramsers. I will say... Uh, I'm about as confident as I can be without being certain that he was. I, I think that's a question. I, I mean, getting Kevin Demoff on would be a pretty big deal. That would be awesome. I got it. Now that we have this set up for remote sound stories, if I could get, not that it's like a tough, I'm not saying it's like easy, but if I could get a conversation with Bill DeWitt III, we would be able to, like, I don't have to say, can you come out to yeah, Kreev Core? Come to you. Yeah, I went down to his office to do one. I don't know if we did video or not for that. Nick Yale. Remember the great Nick Yale? Or you, didn't, you didn't cross paths with him, though.
0: I had conversations with him afterwards about right. questions. Really about good stuff. guy. Yeah, and he's I, been really cool to me. He's he, reached really out good on guy. his own before. He's a good dude. Um, he's out in Vegas, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he might have shot that interview. And then, be say, I want to use TikTok more.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. For
1: TMA stuff and for this stuff. Right idea. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah, vertical videos, baby, vertical videos. Is
1: that right? What's what's that? I I don't know when I say that. I'm just saying I know that that's the play. That's we're leaving. We're just leaving so much out there. If you
0: don't have to, you don't, and this
1: is you know because oh, you, yeah, you and sure. I have talked off the air, but I I just am like, you know, we've got three shows that have followings, and it's like we don't really do shit social media wise, mm-hmm. and I just I don't want to say it bothers me, but I am so obsessed with optimizing yeah. that part. Frustrates me. You know, it's like if I knew I could be a scratch golfer, if I just did this and that, this and this, I would. Yeah, I, do, would do I would do it. Right? Yeah, you're damn right, I would. But that—that's fucking. That also might just be. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to pay anymore. But I'm like, I don't really care. It's not about being paid. It's about optimize. This is not always going to be there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You got to run.
0: Yeah, run. Absolutely, the plays to find man. Out they work
1: yeah, that. you better believe it. And I feel like we got so many. But you're doing. I noticed that you're doing a bunch of shit more
0: during the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you did that idea. well with the
1: Cardinal conversation. Cardinal,
0: and, and then uh, Cottleville versus Webster.
1: <laughs> how did that even happen today?
0: It's again. It's like asking there's no way if you're
1: somewhere. like seriously. Looking at Cottleville, you, there's no way you're also looking at Webster Groves. And if you're seriously looking at Webster Groves, there's no way you're looking at Cottleville. Like the the Venn diagram is like the beginning of Balloon Party and TMA when we right. first started there. Yeah, right. You know, they're just like in different parts of the solar system. Yeah, that's apt.
0: Yeah. And app. yet,
1: and it was interesting that there were a bunch of people shitting on Webster Groves, but like nobody from Webster Groves was shitting on Cottleville. People from non-Webster Groves places were shitting on Cottleville.
0: There's yeah. There's, so uh, what's that about? Right. I don't know how we got onto that today, but. I'm sure glad we did because that's a, you know, let's get a stage of a little municipality war.
1: Uh, we had one. All right. Uh, I, I've just received another threesome email. I mean, these are. Coming in often, right. Yeah. I guess this is what daily QFTA provides. I said it would invoke more. It has. It absolutely has. All right, Jackson. We went an hour and 21 minutes. Hour 29. <sighs> I really wasn't planning on this, but we had three emails. Yeah. Send them in. I mean, any topic.
0: That was a fast hour and a half. That did not feel like we just went an hour and a half. <laughs> it went by fast.
1: 2.5x balloon parties. Uh, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com is where you can send yours. And we will not be on at 11.15 tomorrow. I have a, a lunch with the great Jeff Lottman. I feel like I have some. I think I have a sound story on Thursday, and I just didn't yeah, know it. Do. Oh, I do? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, and then uh, and then we have a sales meeting on Friday now. It got moved from today because we got wouldn't have had today. How about okay. that? Yeah. But I'm still wanting to do this every day. I don't know. I don't know Friday. I don't know Friday, Friday might be tough for me. I jet well, you got out going Memphis. Oh, you're going to Memphis.
0: Yeah, I got a job to Memphis after. Uh, well, maybe you'll do
1: it. Hmm. I hey, listen. If you can get it going. So you won't be at the sales meeting.
0: I I mean I can stay till like 12:30. 30. No. I, I can be here till like 12:30. Are we flying? No, no, no. Driving. Driving. Home. You and your brother. Me and my brother. Yep. 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 Jaws out for the season, unfortunately. But yeah, he has but, a slap tear. Yeah, yeah. I feel terrible for him. Uh,
1: but, I'm still here every day. Jaws out. What does that say? Tr- truer words haven't been said. Thank uh, you.
0: But I mean, Clippers on Friday. That's four Hall of Famers confirmed, and get to possibly see Kobe Brown play. So,
1: so you're happy about it? Oh
0: yeah. I mean, we're just going to an NBA game is happiness and hanging out. My it's my brother's birthday on Friday. Oh, is that that's all
1: right. So yeah, we we're, we're trying he to do will it around
0: You'll be his 34. You'll be 36. I know, wasn't that right? Like 10 years older than me.
1: Uh, and you turned 26 in March. Yep. Nailed March it. March 13th.
0: Nailed it. Look at you. This guy. This yeah, guy's got yeah. a memory.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting to be me. It is. I'm going to go home and listen to the outfield, yeah. Your Love, a <laughs> hundred times. I
0: bet that song doesn't have the same
1: oomph it once had but It you. is amazing. I'll tell you, those Facebook memories, they're they are cringy from, like, the shit that I used to write. Like, right. oh, fuck this guy. Right. But then it's like, wow. I mean, and I can picture, like, my peers, you know, going... The fuck, you know, this guy's living a totally different. I bet they were like, "Fuck off!" What's going on? Right. You know, right. I mean, imagine because you will be domesticated in a good way. And I'm not saying this. I'm mocking. I'm lifting. I'm happy for you. I think relatively soon. Mm-hmm. But you will have a friend who will have the arrested development that I have, and maybe you can pick him out. Maybe you already know it's Herb.
0: <laughs> no, Herb is domesticated,
1: <laughs> um, and and they'll be on whatever app it is at that time. Here yeah. in a decade. And you'll have like a four year old and a one year old and you'll be going, "I mean, in a way, I envy it, but this motherfucker has no idea what he's got coming, yeah. you know, yeah. or he's gonna be single forever, which in a way might sound good mm-hmm. but you know there there comes a point, I think, in the single forever I think maybe i'm I would just watch Mark Marin special if you watch Mark Maron special' no, it's, hear, it's, a, heard it's very, sense. very good, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, I get lonely he goes." But I don't think you know what I'm missing. Kids. <laughs> yeah, that's that's
0: a really it's really funny. Ryan Rossillo, who's famously single, uh-huh. said uh, once it was a couple weeks ago. He said it was genius. He said I would rather feel lonely than feel inconvenienced.
1: I just. I mean, for for me, I was like, this is great. This has been wonderful. But I'm like, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I mean, what else? Could, I don't know. Really, what else there is. For me at this point, I'm not saying I've done it all. I fucked them all. That's not not what I'm saying at all. I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of at peace with it. But we were told we couldn't have kids. So that's why we were later in the game, um, which is always nice when somebody drops by and shits on me being an older parent. I'm like, well, we dealt with it. But I mean, like I said, it's part of it's part of doing what we do. Taste Whatever. It's fine. But I'm like, man, it would be nice. And then I have a child. I'm like, oh my god, this is so great. But I we were out to dinner with my uh, my wife and her parents on Saturday. Polly Bottos, yeah. I made reference to, and I'm like, oh, I would have been a terrible father at 25. Right. Terrible. Right. At least I think I would have been. And they go, really? And I go, oh my god, yeah. But I'm like, oh, you don't, you didn't know me. Thank God, you wouldn't be dining with me. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't have let your daughter talk to me when I was 25. Right. That was uh, wasn't necessarily a. Bad guy, but not a guy I would want to be around now. That's for sure. Just mm-hmm. like a, I don't know. Just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what caused what I think is an evolution. Um, But, yeah, th- but that person was not ready to be a parent. You, I think, are ready to be a parent. You might go now, but I'm just telling you, It's it's not about anything other than, to me, your interest in it, number one, and you're in, in in a way, being a selfless person. Yeah. Because, obviously, it's a selfless job.
0: Right. Right. Uh, you know, I'm going to give you a Ernest Hemingway quote, Tim, to just talk about your oh, old, your wow. former self. I'm ripping this straight off of the film, The Kingsman, but it's still a Hemingway quote that exists. Huh? Nobility is not being superior to your fellow man. True nobility comes from being superior to your former self. Shout out Ernest, Ernest Hemingway and shout out The Kingsman.
1: Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not. I think you know this when I'm shitting on me. Uh-huh in particular from the 90s and 2000s. I think St. Gabriel's got the best of me in the 80s. <laughs> it's a with dangerous shooting guard. Yeah, with the Thriller jacket. <laughs> yeah, that was the moment of maturity there. <laughs> uh, that uh, I'm not going, I'm so much better now. That's not it. I'm going, fuck, I was awful then. <laughs> right? Okay, not, there's a difference. Not a commentary on yeah. yourself now. It's a, wow, holy shit. Like, for real. I think about the Cat and Martin with that 2004 2005 2006 and i did, there there are moments that i know in the show you know and i'm just like oh like f- like like if like if i were martin or the cat and we had a guy like that coming in especially in a show like that i think i probably would have done what we only had to do one time in the history of this show and have a little intervention mm-hmm. and go hey well <laughs> <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> this is this is the warning, mm-hmm. and it's got to it's got to come to an end. Otherwise, we're just gonna have to move on. And and that's me looking at me. Right. And I oh fuck, you know, uh, like I mean, like yeah, I'm divorced, but like it's like this guy from fifteen, sixteen years ago who is the one, and that's not to say, therefore I distance and I expect, I accept all the responsibility, but it's like that guy, fuck him, you know, and that was me. And I just said, and you will, you, by the way, will never feel that way. You will, we will have things that you regret. I I should have had anal and not done the 48 hours thing. You'll Mm. regret that. But as far as like, I'm looking at things more through the lens of like asshole character right. shit that that's when you cringe and right. like just oh right fuck
0: right right it's it's tough to like like because i i often talk about like people as humanity. like we romanticize the past like i feel like a lot of that goes on to a major extent you know like people are like talking about like oh this time was great and time was like well if i point to this that and the other thing oh so i agree with that do I you still think that. it's great right. you know yeah. like I, have, I i agree with that I That's some the, seri-
1: nostalgia is quite a drug
0: right but that's a complete like it's a total dichotomy opposite side of the coin. When you look back at your old self, like I don't think a lot of people romanticize their former self, which I think is healthy. I think evolving as a person is now. I
1: just did a podcast last week sitting right across from you. And I said, you know what? I'm looking at me. I should have fucked a lot more.
0: Well, I mean, your appearance, like, that would be, that like, right. I'm sure, like, Doug talks about he has the hair right now they had when he turned 25. <laughs> he does. He like, has you, a bouffant. Yeah, a little bouffant. <laughs> you can look back on that and say, like, I looked better or that, but, like, and you can look back at memories fondly, obviously, but, like, as a person, like, I think it's somewhat healthy to be, like, I I don't like the way I conducted myself in this situation or that situation. So you think like,
1: a lot of people do that or not a lot of people? No, do? I think a lot of people do because oh, really? they recognize
0: right? okay. former patterns that they no longer like, but that's part of the evolution of of
1: people. My situation is different and I guess those with social media also so this is not exclusive and therefore not unique. So a lot of people could be dealing this like like with the Facebook memories thing. Mm-hmm. But I have actual audio of it that I yeah, will yeah, hear. Right.
0: Again, it's like the Twitter thing I brought up. It's a different situation. Oh, right and then now.
1: so when we will play some of those, I go, "Oh god, like I'm so embarrassed by it." Right. I am I am so it's not that, that, that's it. There's no there's no ulterior motive. It's just, I hear it. And, Oh my God. You know, like when I saw the Little Rock clip of anchoring, like I didn't go. Oh, I'm embarrassed by that at all. If anything, I'm like, oh wow, I was actually decent looking. Son of a bitch, I didn't even <laughs> realize it. Um, and that's that part that bothers me because then I really should have been doing more fucking. But I look. I watch the sportscast. And go. Oh shit. I was no good. Like I wasn't a good sportscaster. I was just reading really quickly with no infl- collection and you know that. Th- th- that's what I think. But this on the character thing like when you you know hurt people because you were a shitbag that doesn't go away with time at least it doesn't for me mm-hmm. you know and i guess maybe the recognition of that is what then leads to improvement doesn't yeah. mean it's good it's just better than what i was right 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 like you're always i use you and then you get uncomfortable but i mean like you're just you're just a different guy which is good for you um that you're not you're just not gonna have this stuff unless you like somehow start drinking a lot or doing a bunch of drugs you know i mean I, I, I don't it. i don't see that happening no, you know or getting no. a gambling or something i have no, no. fucking idea it's just you're it's just a good guy that's not that's why i'm saying yeah if you if you were to tell me in a year or two you're engaged and then she's pregnant in a year or two i'd go god bless yeah. some 25 year olds i go oh fuck yeah. Not my problem at all, <laughs> yeah. but this is going to be a problem, right. and, and I will be surprised if it's not. You know what I mean? Right. It's I get that. Uh, that. Let's see. Uh, Droid Effects says, I'd like to think I'm on the right path of not ruining my income by having a child. LOL. Droid Effects. Yeah, it's different. Uh, I'd slap the hell out of 20-year-old Don Peepy if I could. That's from Don Peepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are talking about when they had their first child. Uh, my buddy's uncle travels the world, and he's been single his entire life. No kids, no wife, nothing ever. He's living, in my opinion, the best possible life. That's from Droid Effects. And if that's Droid Effects, if that's your opinion of what is the best possible life, then you absolutely should not have, I mean, say, a lot of people view it that way. It just depends on if you you kind of know. And for me, it was a time thing. It was a time thing. Like, the idea, as weird as it is, is, like, great as it would be to just go, Oh, I'm going to go to Las Vegas this weekend and play in poker tournaments. Like it's just like a, a foreign concept to me, and then I did that for weeks at a time—not mm-hmm. weeks at a time, but like ten days at a time. Right. I don't even—I I, just—it doesn't sound good to me anymore, and I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a grass is greener on the on the other side. But I live,
1: It's not gr- grass is greener because you don't know what's on the other side. I More did. making the
0: draw of the facts. Oh, okay. Yeah, but to your situation. But yeah, but
1: you already know. You, you know, yeah. what I mean, what, what sounds good to you in five years? You know, I mean, I'll lay that out, because I did, I did. did, 30 was fucking around in Las Vegas and playing poker, you know, in the World Series, not just, like, playing in little one-two games, you know, playing in the main event, and that's what my life was. And, you know, my wife was by the pool, and then we'd go out, and my buddies were out, and and, and don't get me wrong, fucking great. It was. There wasn't a part of me that was going, oh, I wish we had kids. Mm -hmm. A part of me. I mean, my ex-wife and I hardly ever, for real, which tells you a lot, I guess, about me, talked about having kids. It may sound crazy. Uh, now when we weren't married a long time, mm-hmm. but, you know, I mean, that was just, that's where I was. Right. And I would imagine you are already, not saying that you're like, oh, I'm ready for kids now, but you, you know, you just, you won't be having your first kid like I did. At, I guess I was 39 or 40, mm-hmm. you know? Right. That just just isn't the way that'll work. Now, again, as I made reference to, part of that was infertility issues. If we could have, we probably would have been 2012 or 13. But still, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. All right. Uh, Send emails in. People are doing it. That's wonderful. Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Thank you to C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of Longo Biggs, Longo Biggs Studio sponsors here on the Tim McKernan Show. Thank you to James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganas, Ryan Cyberg at Munganass, St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And thank you to Seth Goldcamp at Design Air Heating and Cooling with this forecast coming, sweet mother of mercy. If you're having any furnace issues, go to designairservice.com and work with the great Seth Goldcamp. We will be back. I just don't know what time. My goal is to do it again tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Mm. I'm in. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. catch me. I'm doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm ready to rock. Okay. All
1: mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. I do, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're just going to be doing it with the outfield blaring in the background. It's
0: fine. I like that song.
1: <laughs> See if you like it after 30 times. Probably not. Yeah.
0: Even though that's kind of how I listen to music. Like I, if on I look,
1: YouTube music videos? No, no,
0: no. Uh, like, I, if I like a song, I'll like, play
1: 30 it. 30 times in a row? I'll, like, play it to death for, like... You and my uh, one-year-old need a
0: Well, I'll probably only play it, like, one time on a car ride, but I'll play it, like, 20 consecutive car rides in a row. Just, and I, I don't know, I don't know why that is. Like, it's like, I got all, like, two song rotations.
1: I, I'm focused on looking for Ella Reese, Abigail Mack, and now I'm hoping that, what is her name again? Diora De- Baird.
0: Diora Baird.
1: Gets into the industry. Might be time for a Caden text today.
0: Mm. When was the last time one of those was fired?
1: a Good question. Let's see what the exchange was. Because they are see- always really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see what we got. So I, I read on Wikipedia. Oh, it was about Brianna. Okay. She was getting together for dinner with Brianna in L.A. Brianna, the teacher. College, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, proof's in the pudding on that one.
1: Uh, let's story. see. I sent her the link. Oh, I sent her the the YouTube clip. And this was October nineteenth. Can you put me in touch? We're already doing something with the Canadian teacher who is just in the news for the same thing. Wow. How about that, yeah. I didn't even know what the hell that well, is.
0: Well, autumn, autumn, twenty twenty-three. <laughs> Great time for teachers. It was it's big day to... for the
1: faculty. Yeah.
0: And turn to OnlyFans. Stars. <laughs>
1: so yeah, she was gonna get together for lunch or dinner with her. And then, then Caden was sick. But I think they moved away. I mean, they're still in Southern California, but somewhere away from I don't know. She's she calls it up in the mountains, but I have no idea what the fuck it is. Well something? that Man Well, no, they're still in LA. But uh that uh that Manuel. Well,
0: He's hung, right?
1: He really is. Yeah. That yeah. could be the title of this. What is the title of today's podcast?
0: Uh, I'll have to go back to get verbatim. It's probably in your the email that the guy sent. It was like, uh I want my partner to orgasm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's just a nice declarative statement.
1: I wonder what people think when these titles pop up.
0: There's like another day in (laughs) Chucklehead Radio.
1: (laughs) All right, we will be back. We won't be back tomorrow at 11.15. I have things to do. Jackson has things to do, but uh, we will be back, and uh, maybe it'll be in the afternoon. Hell, I don't know. Thank you for listening, watching. Uh, This has been the Tim McKernan Show from the Longo Big Studios on the Inside STL Podcast Network.